For GateWorld.net, I'm David Reed here at Cheyenne Mountain Entertainment, and I'm here with the lead animator of Stargate Worlds, Carl Koss. Carl, thank you for being with us. No problem. Today. My pleasure. What are you working on today, by chance? Today I'm working on the uh, Jaffa female walk. Huh. How long does something like that take? Walk right. Uh, well, you know, the initial animation will take a couple days, uh, depending on what it is. I mean, some of the some of the smaller loops could take less than a day. But like a cycle, like a movement cycle, you know, you want it to be really nice and smooth and look good because that's what you see all the time when you're moving. So, so this is just so, one walk cycle. Yeah, and so it can take a couple of days. But then you have to, you know, give that to every other character. You also have to do all the directions. So it kind of exponentially grows off of that one and fundamental animation that you do. So let's say she stops or turns right or turns around. Right. Well, and, and just while a character is running, you know, if a character starts to go left or right, it has to blend with the other animations there so, because you want to have it so they go all the different directions and everything, and it all blends together. It looks like their feet are sticking. So, How many different alternates are there? Well, there's four directionals for every cycle, and then there's, there's walk and run, and we possibly might have like a sprint, but I don't know. That's up to, to systems. That's but. amazing. <laughs> and so every different type of character in the game has to have a different walk. Yep. And then also, you're, there's the crouching, so there's stance. If you're doing a crouch walk, it's different than a standing walk. So just with movement, you're talking, you know, by the end, maybe a couple hundred things just with the... With the, the one character. Right. And how many characters are you planning on animating? Uh, well, as far as, like, overall, the whole game. The whole game. Playable and non-playable. Characters, NPCs, robotic, human. Uh, probably somewhere between... 75 and 100. I mean, that's a really hard guess at this point. Holy cow. Who knows? I mean, there's, right. you know, there's upwards of, you know, there's each gender, you know, for the right. playable characters and something like that, except for the Asgard, of course. But. <laughs> yeah. And so each of these have to be approved. Each of these walks have to be approved yep. based on the, the, the personality of the... Yeah, we yeah, and we do just to save time. We do start with you know we start with one walk and we transfer to another character so that we have the fundamental movement there, one walk that we really like or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or if it's a it's a female, then we'll transfer a female walk that we've already done, and then we tweak it for this new character. So, so we're not, not starting, starting from scratch. scratch every time. Okay, which helps save time. And it, you know it, sometimes we we do, we will start from scratch if it really if it's really necessary. But if, yeah. if something's close already, we can transfer it over and uh, just tweak it for the proportion changes or the attitude change or whatever. So. Something like the Asgard walk, which has already been animated by the show, are you allowed to contact them and ask? Well, about we we can. I mean, the Asgard have never been seen in combat, so that's what's kinda, true. That's what's going to be exciting is that we get to do that. Now, it's going to be hard, difficult, a challenge to make it so they don't look, you know, kind of funny stupid, yeah. or awkward or stupid. Yeah, uh, but we've actually had had a bunch of cool ideas, and and I think we're going to do real well at it. It's going to be a challenge, but. Um, the walking, we, ha we have some liberties, right? Because you've seen them walk on the show, but really right. only around a laboratory right. or on a ship. I mean, if they're out walking, you know, to get from point A to point B, they're probably going to go a little faster or, you know, walk <laughs> a little bit more. And But beyond walking, you know, the Asgard have, you know, all their matter beaming technology. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they would exert themselves that much. So we're kind of going in that direction with a lot of their stuff. Anything that they'd really exert themselves, we're going to do some cool sort of Asgard in-character stuff, you know, okay. for that. So. So it's not just objects. You'll also be responsible for animating, like the beaming effect. Well, I mean, there's a if if, if an effect needs some some heavy animation, then yeah, we can help out with okay. it. But generally, the art department is doing all the effects oh. or stuff like that. But we, you know, sometimes we'll see an effect and we'll be like, you know, to make it more look more real, you should do this or this, you know, and, and that'll help them out. So, but yeah, as far as the effects go, it's mostly their their bag. So. Okay. Wow. How did you get involved with Shine Mountain Entertainment? Um, well, um, my 
the art director Howard Line is a really good friend of mine, and uh, I was actually I've actually worked with Howard at a few other companies, uh, including a company that we had ourselves that was Professor Fogg's workshop that we we made children's games and some budget games. It was pretty fun. Um, and so I've known Howard for a long time, and when he got the art director position, he referred me here. So, I mean, I owe it to Howard, uh, you know. A good it's deal. It's awesome, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. So it's good. I mean, it is, it is you know, <coughs> a, small, a small valley here. You know, there's, a, there's only been, like, a few companies through, the, through Phoenix, and uh, so there's a, there's a good group of people here that all know each other, and we kind of just, like, hop around to the different companies. But, you know, this is the best opportunity I've had, and it's really exciting that, that Howard got involved and then I could get involved, so. Had you seen Stargate before coming here? I had. I, I've seen the movie, and I saw it in the theater, and I, I owned the DVD uh, and uh, loved it. I'm a big Kurt Russell fan. Um, I did like the movie a lot, and uh, I don't watch a lot of TV, so when I saw the show, I would see clips of it or a friend watching or something like that. I it was like, yeah, you know, it looks typical TV show or whatever, so I wasn't too into it. But interestingly enough, you know, as soon as I got the job, I was pretty pretty excited to watch them. And, you have a reason to watch yeah, them. You know, and, you know, and I wanted to know, too, so I could be able to chat with people about it. And, of course, I should know because yeah. I'm doing the animation for the game. So uh, so I started watching them, and you know, it didn't take long to really get into it. It's, it's actually really well done. And for all their you know, maybe production budget deficits at the beginning, it's gotten, it's, mm. it's gotten really cool. And the character, the whole overall story arc is pretty epic, and I do like that. And I think it's, I think, disconnected from the TV without commercials and stuff. I've been watching it all on DVD or, you know, just in one sitting. And so it's more like a movie to me, and I think that helps, too. But I love it now. And, I'm, you know, I'm watching Atlantis now and everything. So it's really exciting. Awesome. Great. What does your job involve on a day-in, day-out basis? Well, you're also a manager. Depends on the day, yeah. There's a lot of meetings. Um, there's always... Uh, you know, I have to keep my animators busy and give them work, you know, a lot of scheduling and meetings. But I do like to do some animation myself if I can. Right. You know, I'd love to do it all the time. But at the same time, it's really fun to be involved with all the management stuff and be able to, like, help direct the schedule so that mm-hmm. we can be on time for things and avoid, you know, working working crazy hours. And then also be able to really have a say in kind of how the game looks and feels and... Uh, you know, be involved in those kind of decision-making meetings and, and be able to come up with the style of animation and, you know, how we're going to animate things like the Asgard and stuff like that and really how I think they should be and present that and then, you know, get the feedback from what everyone else thinks. But, you know, day-to-day, uh, there's a few scheduling meetings. Um, we might have a meeting to decide something about the animation system or, or the engineers need us to format our, engi- our animations in a different way or something like, you know, where are we going to keep the weapons, you know, when are they sort of people's backs, in bags, you know, that kind of thing. Just the decision, there's, a, there's, you know, tons of decisions like that that go into uh, all the stuff. And they're all, the animation system has to be uh, pretty, early on has to be pretty laid out because, you know, like I said, one mo- one for one movement, you know, for a walk cycle, there's, you know, 30 or 40 animations that are based on that. And so if you change something down the road, you're changing hundreds of animations and, and possibly, like, your animation system. So the, it's, been, uh, it's been a challenge, an exciting challenge to, like, get come in here and, like, start locking all that stuff down so that we can get a more and more solid idea of uh, everything that we're going to need. Um, and so that way, when unknowns do pop up, you know, they're not as, like, you know, mind-shattering, you know, or world-shattering. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah. One of the things that irritates me a little bit, being a World of Warcraft player myself, you know, I'll stop in the middle of a territory and watch an NPC walk around, mm-hmm. you know. And he's let's take a take an alligator for instance, like in Loch Modan, and he's staring. He's walking in one direction, and then he stops, and then he turns around instantly Pops, and walks yeah. the other yeah. way. 
Now, are we working to prevent that in our game? Well, where we can. I mean, okay. there's going to be a lot of things that that I want. I mean, uh, one of the things I've, I've seen in a lot of MMOs is like there's a little less attention to detail because there's so much quantity, and that's definitely yeah. that's definitely a challenge for us too. But there's a lot of places you can kind of like you know hedge that back a little bit, and uh, and and you know so. With, a, with in an instance like that, you might see that in our game because you know if you have if we have you know seventy five monsters to do or more, yeah, you know, and there's you know there's there's a limited amount of time. You know, you're talking thousands of animations, and you just, you just can't have fill in little gap animations for all of them like that. Mm-hmm. But we can do things like you know uh, make sure they they uh, they have like a turn or something, or they like slide around, or where. Um, you know, a, a character's behavior will prevent it from actually flipping around all the way. Mm-hmm. Or when you when you see characters that like do things all the time, that that are well, you see the characters you see more and more basically will will hopefully have less of that. So we'll okay. do things. You know, we'll, we'll prioritize things as as like uh, sort of a percentage of how how often we see this, how how big of a part of the game will be, and then we kind of flesh things out more that you'll see more often. Okay. And, we, and a lot of stuff with the player characters, we're trying to fill in most of that stuff, so they look right. really solid all the time. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've seen some of your stuff. It already looks pretty stable, and we're oops. still a ways away. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be nice. it's gonna be really telling when we see these things really working, you know, all the way in the game, and there's gonna be a lot of tweaking and stuff like that. But but it's exciting to you know be getting stuff in there and start to, to work on it. So. Have any of your animations actually been applied to any of the realms yet? That have uh, well, yeah, we, we you can run around as a character uh, or as a couple That's of right. characters, and you know some of the blending is not working and stuff like that. But we've started to see things in the game and start put it put one or one or two of the monsters in there. So, but nothing is. I mean, it's not. Uh, you know, you can't actually like play it yet. I mean, you right. can run around and, and it's not done yet. So you can't see everything for sure. But <laughs> but it's, it's it's nice to see stuff in there. But it's definitely also apparent that you know. Seeing things in the game is super important because once right. you see it in the game, you know there's always stuff you want to change and make it look better and stuff like that. And, and a lot of stuff you can't actually say is 100% done until you finish it in the game mm-hmm. or see it in the game, and then you know, like, okay, well, I need to do this or this and pull it back, and then it can look really good. So. Okay. So you have to play it a lot in order to. Yeah. Like, do you think as as the game develops? Well, more, not necessarily play, but like transition, right? So uh-huh. we want to. We'll watch them run and run and run, and then like go run left and then we'll watch how their feet go and stuff like that and mess mm-hmm. with the blending and those two animations and how they work together and stuff like that. And in every way, like standing, just crouching, and like all the different transitional stuff is what really uh, makes it believable. It's like you said, with the, when, it, when something pops like that, it mm-hmm. instantly pulls you out. Mm-hmm. So the more transitions, the more real it is. And so having those in between working really well and sort of like invisible to the player you know, but just keeping them in the game is, is mm-hmm. ideal. So, I mean, and that's stuff you can't really test until you have them all in there working together because we do them all separately, you know, as loops. Okay. So. Okay. One, like, you know, I'm, I doubt, you know, you're going to be able to drink a pint and then st- not be able to walk in a straight line in this game. You know? <laughs> that's up to systems. I mean, it depends on how much you're going to be able to do that. If it's something that's a big part of the game, then... But are you prepared to animate, like, if someone gets shot with a bullet, they, like, limp or cover that section? Or As far as, like, the damage goes, you know, uh-huh. uh, that's that's something that we just, we just don't know yet. I mean, okay. as far as... There's, there's a lot of things... Uh, there's a lot of things that w- that are more important to me before that, and uh-huh. basically, like I said, it's a list of priorities. Like, what can we do, and what you know, what is gonna, what are we gonna have time for, and what's important to systems, you know, and what's important to content. And uh, uh, a damage thing is is pretty cool, 
but at the same time, um, a lot of the damage that's going to be happening in this game is going to be like you know far away. And when you right. get hit, it might be more important if you get hit in a certain spot. But at the same time, you're just going to want to keep shooting and stuff like that. So, like I said, I mean the attacks, a lot of the movement stuff, a lot of how players stand and look around. Um, you know, uh, the the deaths even like a lot of that stuff is a higher priority than damage. So we you know we have a limited set of impacts right now when you get hit with stuff. But again, uh, we don't even know yet what it's going to look like in a firefight. You know, if somebody's getting sprayed with a machine gun, do we need to do another animation for that, or can we use some of our stuff and combine it mm-hmm. and blend it? You know, that kind of thing. So it's all about you know getting the the best quality like in the time allotted. So. Okay. Well, as long as you're well underway at this point. Yep. Good. Okay. Do you think? Why do you think Stargate is worthy of an MMO? Oh, the same reason that it makes a great TV show. It's the Stargate. I mean, you like it. Inst- it's an instant story. Like any, you can go unlimited places, and you can always have something new and cool. And and you know, even though they're always going back to the same place, you know, it's like a home home base. You know, but they're going out, and you never know what's out there. And you can have these out over overall story arcs that are huge that like you know encompass the whole galaxy. But you can have a little you know isolated story just on a little planet or whatever and you know like a lot of MMOs you have forest, mountains, mm-hmm. plains deserts, desert, yeah. right and so here we can have like alien planets and you know you can be you can be a short trek away from like a whole different you know not only area but like a whole different planet a whole different yeah. types you know species of monsters or people or whatever you know a different color sky, planets, different solar system you know it's just like opens it up visually at least for Tons of cool stuff that that other MMOs I think don't have, and I think story-wise, like it'll be easier to, you know, direct players through mm-hmm. their own, you know, sort of uh, individual stories by using the gate, you know, by giving like them a the dialing address, list. right, right, right. You know, and you can so you can lock off places and then you uh-huh. can go to certain places and you can kind of like have a more immersive story that way. So it's not just a matter of, you know, like the NPC would say or something, I believe, you know, it's in the northeast. Right. And you go and you discover the country instead. Here's an address, dial it, go. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a great storytelling device, the Stargate. It was genius. Right. All right. Is there anything unique about working on this particular project as opposed to the ones you've done in the past? Well, Well, actually, I did work on an MMO, so I guess it's not my first. But it wasn't necessarily... For a long time, but uh, uh, it's unique because this is one of the first things I've worked on that anybody's heard of. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's the biggest project I've worked on, and it's the it's the most impressive company I've worked with. You know, besides the one me and Howard had on our <laughs> own, but uh, that was four of us, so five or five of us. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a big deal, and it's exciting, and it's you know people have heard of it, and I enjoy. You know, I, I actually am in in pretty since I've really gotten attached to the show and the characters. Like, it's exciting to be part of that universe, you know, mm-hmm. and be, be like adding to it, adding some content to it, you know, and, and uh, yeah, so it's, it is, it is uh, a first time for me in that, in those, re- those reasons. Okay. What are some of the challenges you face day to day? Oh, well, I mean, part of that is the, the management thing, right? So like, yes. it's a, it's a balancing, you know, trying to, to keep them busy, keep my animators busy and, <laughs> and keep working myself, but also get all these important decisions that need to be made underway that are and these are always uh, you know dependent on other departments and people and yeah. I need to hear what they want and what they think and and uh, so you know it's a challenge every day to like really know to really press on even though yeah. there's still unknowns and things like that um, you keep getting pulled away from meetings it's like you know I there's really no way to have a real 
Like yeah. I'm in my groove now. Well, and, and you know, I don't. You know, I think I have a you know a bunch of meetings, but I know Howard. You know, and oh, a bunch yeah. of other guys have. So I shouldn't probably even complain. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. I mean, that's that is a challenge. So to keep progressing while while these decisions are being made simultaneously. You know what I mean? Now you're responsible for managing three other people. Does management prevent you from doing? Um, let's let's be truthful here. Does it prevent you from doing as much of the animation as you would like to do yourself? Oh yeah, I mean I'd like to do all of it. No, yeah. I mean I, I think it's great to to uh, to be able to you know uh, balance out who's doing what and like you know everybody has something they want to do. So sometimes stuff that I don't want to do, someone else will mm-hmm. want to do, and so we can, everybody can be happy pretty much all the time. Um, and I think that's a great part of it. But yeah, I don't, I don't actually get to do as much as I'd like. But it's, a, it's a trade-off. I mean, I do, I do enjoy making those decisions and like helping uh, the game along. In my opinions, you know, with my opinions and like what, how the way I think it should look and feel, mm-hmm. and adding that to it. And I, don't, I don't, wouldn't get that chance, you know, if I was just animating all the time. And I enjoy scheduling because you know I've worked, at a, I've worked in games a while, and and like there's a lot of crazy, you know, management choices that some game companies may make and uh, with scheduling and yeah. crazy hours and stuff like that. And, I, you know, ever since I've been uh, able to schedule, you know, or help with scheduling, like I've tried to, to you know, make it so that that doesn't happen mm-hmm. and, and help to schedule that we can, deadlines we can meet and all that kind of thing. And so it's, it's, it's awesome to be, be able to uh, have that have that kind of input as well, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I do you know, and there'll be it ebbs and flows, right? There'll be sometimes there's always like a week where I'm like, okay, once I get all this stuff done, I can animate again, and I'm like, <laughs> looking forward to it. But there are some days that go by where I don't get to do right. animation. <laughs> you obviously don't animate in a vacuum. Right. I mean, in terms of like the company, everything you have to keep everyone up to date. But in terms of your source material, where do you get your ideas? Where do you get your references? Um, well, I mean. The the best reference that for me with just natural movement and stuff like that where I start is fundamentally it's just I just walk around or I do the action and I just like keep track of how what my body's doing and how it feels and if we need to go to the next level we have a camera and we can do we can actually you know film reference mm-hmm. film each other doing a certain mm-hmm. motion and and keep track of what's going on and go back to that and use it but generally um, generally uh, we just do it I mean and it like. All, I, I've done it, you know. I've done a lot of these things, like a walk cycle or run cycle, or you know, stuff mm-hmm. for games, like a lot of times. So, I mean, I can know, I can do it. Just you can, you can kind of start with what's in your brain, and I've, I've walked it enough, you know. But if I need, if it's a specific character, if I need to, if I'm really having a problem with it, then yeah, the first thing I do is just get up and walk it myself and say, what am I doing here? And usually that's that's plenty. But beyond that, like you know, for for something specific, like for Stargate, mm-hmm. we'll watch the show. Like for the Asgard, you know, I was, I was watching a lot of what they do to get an idea of like what we can do and how far we can take that. And, and then you know, a lot of the a lot of stuff with Teal, the fighting and everything like that. You know, we wanted to we wanted to feel like the show as well, but we're pushing we're pushing the realism to to a more in a st- more stylized direction because I think that'll be more fun. But you can either follow the the show to the letter or follow real life or take it in a slightly stylized direction. Right. Yeah. So And I think I think in games, you know, people don't want real life. They're playing a video game. Yeah. And I think you can go too far with that, you know, mm-hmm. but I think if you go just right, you know, you're you get this sort of Hollywood area mm-hmm. where it's 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 sort of surreal, exaggerated, stylized to a point that's like more like it's bigger and funner. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, most of the races in Stargate are bipedal. Um, right. Does this make things easier because it's a common that form? Means two legs. Two legs, yes. Walk, <laughs> yes. Does it make things easier because it's a common form of locomotion, or more difficult because it's easier to spot flaws in terms of like a player? Oh well, I mean, yeah, it. it's it's more difficult in that sense because 
Yeah, I mean, everybody's a critic when it comes to human yeah. motion. If you see a human walking in some computer animated mm-hmm. thing or something, you know, and it's bad, you know, even if you're not an animator. I don't walk like that. Because everybody knows that <laughs> people walk. I mean, even just like subconsciously, like yeah. you see it, you know, even if you, you know, if you something's don't, if you've right. never thought about it before, yeah. something's not right, right. Um, and so it's difficult in that respect. But like I said, because we, because they, a lot of them are similar, we can transfer some of the base animations around and uh-huh. save time that way and then tweak the sort of attitude and proportions. Um, and also because it's easier because we can just get up and walk it. Now, if I have to do like a, you know, a four-legged or eight-legged spider thing, you know, I can't really just get up and like, move how that. would a spider move? No, I've got to like, like yeah. really think about it or, or watch a bunch of videos or something like that. So it's 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 both. I mean, people are more critical about those things, but at the same time, you know, there's more resources available for us to, to use. Is there any particular kind of animation that you're developing that's specific to Stargate that you've never developed before? Um, well, like I mean, the squiggly w- movements of a symbiote or something. There like will that. be. We, yeah, we're going to do a symbiote, which is exciting. We're supposed to okay. do that pretty soon. And and you know the Jaffa, you know, with their with their uh-huh. pouches and everything. Uh-huh. Um, um, I haven't done. I've done a little bit of staff combat. I mean, there, so there's a, there's more staff stuff. But the shoot, the firing from the staff is new. Yes. And, um, a lot of because a lot of the people are human. I mean, it is pretty it is pretty standard. But. Uh, mm-hmm. When you get to the Asgard and stuff, I've never done anything yeah. like that, so that'll be really exciting. Well, that we've—I mean—that's really a level playing field. We've never even seen them fire a weapon. Right, right. So, and we've only seen one shot once in uh, in season seven. So, yeah, yeah. It's, um, I remember you contacting me a few weeks ago, wanting to know where the switch on a staff weapon was. Right. I thought well, it was really great. That well, detail. No, we, yeah, I mean, I, people are going to notice those things, you know. And I, and I, I personally, you know. Want, like I respect what it is, and I think you know we're doing Stargate, so we need to do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and also you know it's important to to uh, to get it right just for in case you know other people at the company are going to see that later and mm-hmm. say oh go go back to it or whatever. But we, you know if we're if we have time to figure that stuff out and we're at the we're at the point where we can put that in, then yeah, absolutely. Like I like to find find that stuff out and make sure we're accurate in those accounts because they do. It has a trigger. Right now, whether or not they're always consistent with that stuff in the show is a different story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's I mean like Chris Judge, you know, he's he's always firing the staff weapon differently. Sometimes yeah. he'll he'll hold it with two hands at his yeah, waist or over, yes, yeah. or like in uh, or he'll uh, tape two together and spin around and this is true somehow firing <laughs> them both, yeah, and hitting people with them, and you know probably in our game sometimes the handle will be in the wrong spot because of the blending or something well, like that. But, you know, you know the point is we'll you're try. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm pretty sick to be that my min- that minute about it. Like they didn't get that right. The stuff up into this push the trigger, yeah. <laughs> Well, an old version of the staff that we had, you know, the hands were like way up on it. Didn't even have like it wasn't even uh, right. It was very funny. So yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a you know that's not going too far. <laughs> the mm-hmm. trick on the staff. So, but yeah, I mean, I like I want it to be Stargate. You know, right. it wants to be something else. So. Okay. Are you pleased with the progress that your team has made so far? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and these guys are these guys. You know, this is their first you know real game job, and they are absolute pros already. It's awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I couldn't have three better animators. It's really been easy to kind of just give them stuff and mm. let them do it, you know, and, and they're really good about feedback and really good about working together, you know, and, and sort of like unifying the real, the look of all the characters and stuff like that, so it's been awesome. Do you plan on playing the game? Well, I do, because uh, <laughs> I'm making it. 
I'll need to play it a lot, you know, just to test it, but uh, right. to, to look at the animations. But no, I'm, I'm sick of it. By I'm excited to play it. I, I, I want to see, you know, I, there's so much going on, and there's so many people working on this that, and I have no idea a lot of times what other people are working on, you know, what other mm-hmm. departments are doing. And I go and I walk around just to see that, to get a glimpse of the yard and the, mm-hmm. some of the content, and I read some of the stories. But you know, I'll never be able to get as much of it as if right. I played it. So I'm excited to play because there'll be things in there, that, you know, that I won't know. Uh, that I didn't know were in there, but that I know the people that made it, so that'll be exciting that in that aspect. But I, I also don't I don't play a lot of MMOs. Uh, not the, I just never got into them. But I have played some, and I like what we're doing here. A lot of the things, uh, how we're doing a lot of things differently, and I want to see if it you know how how it works if I get more into it and stuff like that. So so I'm interested in seeing you know what we create, mm. uh, but I'm also interested in seeing if it's if it's fun. So and I, I it looks like it's going to be so.